I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. Hi. Hello. This is Here's a Crazy Story, a podcast from The Overtake where we tell crazy true stories. I'm Robin. I'm Abby. I'm Rick. And we are joined by our first ever guest. This is is it this is our first ever guest, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, Unless you count the byline people, but that was a special episode. That, I, we yeah. don't count that episode. Don't at count all any of anything. them. No. no. Uh Rima Ahmed or do you prefer Ahmed? Or somewhere it's a, in between. It's a light H. <laughs> it's not as flimsy. So both as that. were wrong. Yeah, both <laughs> were. Yeah. So it's Rima Ahmed. Ah, oh, well, that's, that's really it's nice. That yeah. soft. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, so Rima, you are head of comms at the Overtake. I am indeed. And you head of communists. That's what <laughs> that's that stands for. Yeah. yeah. She, I love yeah. how you're telling her what she does. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I could. Us. I could. I could do like an impromptu like who are you but then I hate when people do that yeah, to me and yeah. I have to explain who I am it's much and nicer and of communists we say comms because we don't like to specify yeah, yeah exactly um, great uh, <laughs> probably <laughs> should have thought of some nice things to say about you but probably I should've. yeah <laughs> we could have we tried for hours <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can like only think of negative brainstorming <laughs> like all day um, yeah so we invited Rima as our first guest because um, we like her that is really all it is she's very funny yeah, well, I was yeah. gonna, say, oh, I was gonna so say that, but then that's too much pressure. Yeah, she's not. She's really unfunny, actually. Yeah. 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 And boring. Um, Sometimes her jokes ugly are too. embarrassing. Ugly, yeah, yeah really you guys can't see, but <laughs> yeah. I saw. <laughs> Um, Hideous. Yeah. So the format is going to be a bit different this time. I am not going to tell a story, um, and I think me and Rick maybe we'll take it in turns when we have a guest. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time I was dangerously underprepared, so uh, it fell on you as default to, to do the story. Just yeah. let all of our listeners know that you're very unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, as, as usual. I mean, they know that by now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I'm not going to tell a story this week. Cool, right. So, uh, who wants to... Oh, should we do the mood of... Yeah, mood. Mood. Give, give us mood. Mine's... Um, People do die in it, but it's old timey people, so you're less so emotionally invested. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. in the w- in the manner in which they you die. You can just is give unusual. us a mood. You don't need to s- spoil it and then justify yeah. the spoiler. <laughs> it's, it's hard to describe the mood of this one. Just use your yeah. judgment. Yeah, I think it's 
entertaining. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. So, like, how much am I selling it? Because you're telling me to not spoil it? Just in one word. Don't do what Rick did. Mm. Just give me oh, the tone. Multiple words if you want. I mean, yeah, I but mean, not like paragraphs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I would say, like, it's hold on to your butts sort of spooky. Oh, hold on to your butt spooky. Yeah. That's a good it's one. Just a, a, you know how I, I know what your story ones. is and it's a devastation. <laughs> well, <laughs> do you want to yeah. give us titles? titles? Yeah, yeah. title Mine's The Sticky Disaster. Oh. Well, that sounds disgusting, quite <laughs> frankly. Rima? Uh, mine is... I'm going to put on a voice for it. Okay. Oh, shit. Do Requiem for Rillington Place. Okay, Whoa. Rima's going first. That's, that's a good one. That's that a good one. That's already rung some bells, I think, for people as well, because it's a famous address. Yeah. 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 Mm. Okay, so you're going first. I'm going first. Tell I your don't story. Know why I fought so hard to go first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know why it matters. <laughs> well, we I want to open the show. <laughs> yeah. We can talk over, but we normally do the most harrowing first. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, and yours is definitely yeah. the most harrowing. No matter what Rick's got. What is it? Sticky disaster? Sticky disaster. I feel like we'll all need to hear that kind of gross story. Yeah. I feel yeah. like Rick's could be more harrowing. I don't know where he's <laughs> yeah, taking I'm it. Yeah, it might be. I might have undersold <laughs> how violent it is. Okay. Right. Whenever you're ready. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is Requiem for Rillington Place then. Uh, so our story starts in South Wales, um, where Timothy Evans is born in 1924. Um, so he, he does school like all the normal people. And then he does a stint in Merthyr Coal Mines and then moves to London because he hates the mines. Yeah, I was just going to say, I couldn't, I yeah. couldn't yeah. do that. I mean, couldn't that's, do a coal that's mine. crazy. I wanted yeah. to include that bit about the mines because I just, I just couldn't get over how mad it was. That's that it. That's the crazy story. Out. Someone yeah. willingly worked <laughs> in a mine. And, uh, thank you for having me as a guest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah, but once he moved to London, he was a bit of a uh, chameleon in that... Ch- chameleon? Yeah. Chameleon. chameleon. Yeah, I don't know why yeah. I said that. We, all, we always is, do this. Is it because all you were thinking of, like, chameleonaire? <laughs> I'm always chameleon-er. thinking of chameleonaire. Is it a drag queen? I mean, chameleonaire is like a reference about ten years ago. Yeah. Oh, is it? Is that a rapper? Yeah, it is a rapper. Is it? It is a rapper. I kind of said that's like a bit of a joke, but... Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> um, I think it's because I was trying to read it off my note, and I saw the chair. Yeah. Um, Anyway, he'd, he'd uh, tell these fictionalized stories and sort of move from like an from like a Welsh accent to a London accent, which I think was something that later on in the story, I think it's important to, to sort of keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that kind of a, of a guy. Um, so anyway, in London, he meets a lady called Beryl in 1946, and they get married, and it's a really tumultuous marriage, like all the greatest hits of a. Mm-hmm. A bad time, alcoholism, mm-hmm. oh, like no. spot of domestic abuse, uh, financial struggles, and they decide that the only way to fix this is to have a baby. Um, uh, uh, and it the way. Oh, yeah. yeah, and uh, it fixes everything. Um, the end. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it, it makes no. everything worse. Yeah, uh, poor yeah. baby Geraldine makes everything worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, a year after that, um, <laughs> Beryl finds out that she's pregnant again. Um, but because they're in such a bad place, they decide that uh, she should get an abortion, which is illegal at the time, which is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so she does. But then, a few weeks later, Timothy Evans alerts the police that his wife has died under mysterious circumstances. Uh, if, I mean, I don't know where this story is going, mm-hmm. but if I were a police officer and someone contacted me and said, excuse me, officer, my wife has died under mysterious circumstances, <laughs> yeah, I'd mysterious, be like, right, yep. 
just just tell me what you think it is because now you're a suspect yeah yeah it would be like all right get get in the cell and we'll talk about it later yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. (laughs) let's just sort you out first yeah and then we'll and then we'll see how we got here (laughs) on a side note (laughs) i'm just covered in ketchup this is yeah absolutely um so so yeah and actually his story does change a hell of a lot like it starts off like him being oh well we were you know i'd put together a concoction for Beryl to sort of end the pregnancy and then she died and then Oof. I did the very normal thing of disposing her body in a nearby drain oh wow. yeah it's not and looking police, good for that it's guy it's not looking good for Timothy no. Evans no but he the police like check the drain and she's yeah. not there Aww. um so he's changed his story so many times that they actually go to uh Rillington place to check it out and see that's see where she had the be. abortion and yes exactly and that's where they live as well they live at Rillington oh place. they live there as well we should have started the story yeah. with that thing that's what the Oh, no. But yeah, Rillington Place, ten Rillington Place. So Tim and Beryl live. live there. Tim and Beryl yeah. with baby Geraldine, and when the police start snooping around, they find the bodies of Beryl and poor baby Geraldine wrapped oh. in a tablecloth in a wash house behind Number Ten, which is Shit. very, very. I mean, it's sad. Yeah. Um, and it's determined that they've both been strangled to death. Which mm. I mean, this is a huge bummer, guys. I'm sorry, but it, the story does get better from here. I mean, it doesn't, but still. It gets quite interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the tone is the same. More people die. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so um, he gives contradictory uh, contradictory statement after contradictory statement until he's pushed and allegedly says that he's done it. So he says, oh, yeah. I've, "I've done it." In I, either a London or a Welsh accent, mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't know. We don't have the information. I've bloody that. done it. <laughs> I've bloody done it, mate. That was my Welsh yeah. accent. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was that a joke? Because it was you knew. Because it was a Cockney yeah. accent, yeah. Um, so yeah, he's charged with the murders, and uh, by the time of his trial in 1950, he's recanted his confession um, and is uh, saying that one of their neighbours, called John Christie, who has done it. However, John is a key witness in the trial, and what helps him out, and the fact, and, and why the police don't really question him, is that he's a bit of a war hero. Um, uh, and he served in the police force as well so uh, to be fair that's good character isn't it like if even in a modern court good, that, I mean, good that things, would look like, good on you yeah you've on been to war for the country and you're a policeman yeah like, mm-hmm. good things you're yeah. used and to killing guy. people and you understand and you systematic understand. failures of justice <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah um so so yeah he's uh, he's found guilty um of the murders and the judge is like very damning yeah send in, him in down his report so he's sort of like uh oh, shall i do the judge yeah yeah go on okay. where's he from the judges oh, scotland. Oh, scotland oh yeah i could do a scot should we say should yeah. we say whereabouts in scotland glasgow <laughs> well that's okay. not very judgy <laughs> I mean that's and racist. That's, 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 that's Jesus. Whoa! Oh, that's the Glasgow listening on. Uncalled for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I should do this. Go for Not it. now, Robin said that there's no way there's anyone no from Glasgow way. could possibly oh, achieve the position of judge. Obviously, the listeners know I was joking. They have right. private schools in Glasgow right. as well. Okay. They won't understand that in Glasgow anyway. So I'll try it then. So he was like Timothy Evans. You've been found guilty of the murder of your wife and child. Oh, oh, wow. I, enjoyed really that. Yeah. I really like that. Be that you will hang by a rope by your neck until you are dead. Ooh, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that he said such a way, but um, if I was a judge, I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Or if found uh, not guilty, 
Shantae Houston. Houston. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. by my stay, you mean can I leave? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you stay alive. You stay alive, yeah, especially in yeah. those times. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, he's uh, uh, home, and uh, that's on March 9th of 1950. And it's sort of like an open and shut case, yeah. right? Everyone's like, mm-hmm. good riddance. Nope. Um, so so yeah, no, we're all wrong. The I'm really sad you didn't shout psych. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a missed opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, the execution of Timothy Evans isn't actually the most haunting part of the crimes that he was convicted of. It's oh. the fact that he wasn't the man who did it. Oh, Tim. Oh, it wasn't him. Not what done it. No. That's what they said in the streets of Whitechapel. No, no. It's in yeah. what didn't do it. It's in what yeah. didn't do it, and everyone in Wales is like, he hasn't done it. No, that's not what the Welsh are. Sometimes um, I have to do you know yeah, the thing I where you have to say hook. a thing? Yeah. 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 So normally for me, it's whatever the name of, like, whatever, like, Wales. Wales. Like, say it in the accent. Yeah, Wales. And, um, oh, and Cardiff. Oh, yeah, if you Card- can say Cardiff, like Cardiff. Mm. I always find for a Geordie accent, um, if you, my hook word is Kawasaki. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's a good that's one. Good. Yeah. That gets you right into it. Gets you right into the meat. Yeah, gets yeah. you right there. Um, so if he didn't done do it, who did do it? Who did done do it? <laughs> who did done do it? Do you know who done do it? For this? Um, Please well, stop. Well, I think we were actually. Upsetting. told me this story before, ah, but yeah. she disguised it in such a way that I didn't realise it until very recently. Ah, okay. Well, d- if don't don't I'm say it. it. Yeah, I just was wondering if you. Yeah, that was spoiling the entire podcast. I was asking a question. Yeah, yeah. Now, Rick, you take over. Yeah, tell the story, Rima. You go home. <laughs> sashay away. Yeah, sashay away. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think this is the time to circle back to the war hero neighbour. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So that's uh, his name is John Reginald Halliday Christie. Halliday. What's also, he yeah, I name. That's I suppose they want him. Name if I ever heard one. Yeah. Um, so, but known as Reggie. Um, and he's born in North Yorkshire. I don't know why we need that information, but it's that's never trust yet. anyone from North Yorkshire. No. Yeah, no. I mean West Yorkshire's the place to be. Yeah. Um, There's only one. We only had that one ripper. And that was it in West Yorkshire. That was it. Just and the that, one ripper. Just a, and that was ages ago. That was like exactly. you know thirty years ago. I feel um, mm. <laughs> one ripper is more, well, more than enough rippers for it to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of, ripper of the, is the worst of the types of murderers. 50% of the rippers yeah. <laughs> from <laughs> Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> given that yeah, we don't know who Jack Ripper was. <laughs> Out of yeah. the global rippers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've true. seen Red Riding, this place is messed up. Yeah, that's, yeah to yeah. be fair, you are right. Um, the one We've thing that sorts. we need to know about uh, uh, Christy um, mm. uh, is that um, at the open coffin of his uh, maternal grandfather, he says that he was never scared by the corpse and that he was actually fascinated. Mm. Which yeah. sets us up nicely. If you, mm. I, honestly, I don't think anyone, well, unless you work in that profession, any of the dead Murderer. body profe- <laughs> No, dead body professions, oh, you know, yeah. like, no, it, she, that's what, what you said. Is that what you said? <laughs> Absolute pat of that. I obviously set it up so Jada, well please both. edit Rima out. <laughs> <laughs> Just looking at the next part of my story. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I think it's that is very unnatural. That's all I was going to say. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, if you've ever seen a dead body uh, in any scenario, even if you prepared for it, I don't like looking okay. at you know the dead flies that get trapped on oh, a windowsill. Yeah, like there's something mm. really like devastating about that to me because yeah. I'm like, oh, they would. You would have not fared well in our old office. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was fly, yeah, fly city. Yeah. I thought because of your accent, you said you would have not, you would have not have fed well. Like you would yeah. have eaten in our <laughs> office because you couldn't <laughs> eat. Unlike me, flies, I so, yeah. fed extremely well. <laughs> yeah. Fed off Please all the send flies. Us money. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so so yeah so uh, i mean that's what that was him bit of weirdo as a kid i mean more than a bit of a weirdo if that's what he was thinking about dead bodies but he grows up uh, marries a lady called ethel um and they begin their their very own unhappy marriage nice <laughs> everyone nice. seems to be in, yeah. in this story um so Christy suffers from impotence and regularly visits prostitutes, which is a bit of a mm. sort of like a well-known, like a unwell-kept secret. Uh, yeah, I imagine. you know, impotence and being a serial killer are connected. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's, it happens you, often. You would think. Mm. Um, and uh, I mean, I, I won't go through his entire life, but up until the the Evans murder case, they sort of lived this mm. sort of dysfun- dysfunctional marriage, um, and they move into uh, Rillington Place also. So next door. So is it like a house? Ah, oh, so they live in Rillington Place is a, is yeah. a street, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and they move into one of the houses on Rillington yeah. Place. Um, and after the Evans murder case, they sort of just continue their life as normal until um, Beresford Brown, which, by the way, best name ever, mm. um, and his family, who are black immigrants from the West Indies, move into Rillington Place, much to the horror of the Christies. Um, oh, because they were racist as well. Because they are massive racists. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, well. yeah, I suppose if you... Which is, goes against like, the murderer. whole thing about him being a nice guy who was a warrior. Mm. That's true. But he wasn't the police. Yeah, anyway. that is true. Um, so, yeah, uh, Christy suddenly resigns from his job and, uh, for unknown reasons, just moves out, just moves away. Um, and with Christy out of the way, the landlord permits uh, the tenant, uh, Beresford Brown and co well and his family not to to use the downstairs kitchen um and whilst attempting to nail up a shelf for a radio beresford peels away some wallpaper <gasps> and discovers an alcove and also the bodies of 26 year old kathleen maloney uh and 26 year old hectorina mclennan Oh my god! I did not know this was how it happened. Yes, I was um, worried about Beresford, but he's fine, isn't he? Beresford well, is we'll actually, I think if there is a hero of the story, it's, it's Beresford. Beresford. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I like, I like that. I like that. Yeah, Beresford is the black working hard immigrant living yeah. in this horrible. Just wanted to change house, the wallpaper. Wanting to change the house. This yeah. racist moves out, and then he gets him for murder. Yeah, <laughs> so, excellent. So yeah, um, along with so Kathleen uh, Maloney uh, is a is a prostitute. Um, it, it's later found out, and uh, H- Hectorina McLennan is. Um, I mean, she's just a normal girl who it seems like she was she was house hunting for a flat with her boyfriend, um, and seems to have been. I mean, she was just, just a victim. Targeted by yeah. Um And along with these two women, this is the part where you got to hold on to your butts, guys. Oh yeah. The body of Christie's wife is also found in the <gasps> secret alcove. What? Yes. What? Because I was thinking she was going <laughs> along with it this entire time, no. but no, no, she just was. Her dead. ass is up in that alcove too. Oh yeah. shit. Um. So so yeah. Um. This uh, obviously Beresford, our hero, uh, yeah. alerts the police, and there's a citywide manhunt for Christie's on the run. He sleeps in movie theaters on park C- benches. Citywide manhunts in serial killers for London always work. Every yeah. single yeah. every single manhunt for a serial killer in London has worked famously. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. are you? No, I'm being facetious because yeah, it never fucking works. Yeah. yeah, they're like, let's just stop just just short of the M25. Yeah, yeah, that should be fine. Yeah, because um, who would ever go up north? Yeah, mm. good point. Yeah, there's rippers up there. Yeah, no, well, <laughs> yeah, one ripper, one ripper, one ripper, guys. Um, so yeah, he, I mean, and, and afterwards we found that he, he like sort of does disguises, like he changes his hats, and I, I sort of imagine that he's like. <laughs> 
got like fake mustaches and mm-hmm. wigs yeah. and he's like doing his like living his best oh but he loves it like, pisses yeah. me right off like, but his life. like I reckon he's got the big fake tash on like the monocle and he's doing really well being like oh no I don't do any crusty yeah. and then like a black man walks past <laughs> and it pops out <laughs> yeah. and like his, his mustache falls yeah. off and then yeah. he has to run away but then the police are like oh well can't be you and then oh well it was a black person yeah. is what they probably would yeah, say exactly, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah um and at the so anyway he's he's he, this time the the citywide search does it, it proved fruitful and Christie is uh, arrested he's found and uh, oddly he's found amongst other things like a ration book because it was those times um, uh, he's found with an old newspaper clipping about the about the remand of Timothy Evans <gasps> this is what is particularly no it's not what's particularly bad of the story but it's like a particularly sad element to it isn't it that like somebody who you know had already gone through absolute hell like got killed Absolutely, yeah, and mm. and it, and also Timothy Evans sort of came from a background where it was where he just had a, a really hard yeah. time of it, mm. and yeah. then he's working just, class, and he, yeah, yeah, and then it just sort of became like one of the most notorious, if not yeah, if not like the most notorious miscarriages of justice mm. ever, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it's sad, but I mean I mean Christie was was taken to trial and he was convicted, um, and he actually waived his appeal and was was executed oh well done him what a yeah. good lad <laughs> <laughs> how nice of him yeah, yeah. Good of so him decent yeah. yeah yeah well uh he was uh, a, a weird thing though it was that was that he was hanged by albert pierpoint the last hangman the same man who had also exe- executed evans three years oh. ago. oh but it felt well bad so albert pierpoint was be very good at well he was very good was at he, hanging famous people. Hang- he was the last man. hangman in britain yeah yeah, yeah. Ah. if you don't want to read about him there's a film about him starring timothy spall Oh, as Albert nice. Pierpoint. How long ago was the film? Yeah, late nineties, early nineties. Mm. I'm interested in that now. It's good. Check yeah. that out. What's this film nice. called? Uh, Pierpoint. Oh, uh, Pierpoint. You no, know, weirdly, Pierpoint. I've actually feel like I've heard of it. Yeah. 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 So anyway, whilst in the gallows, um, and it, you know, all the gallows are being prepared, and I suppose they're like, I don't know, polishing the noose or something. Mm-hmm. Um, Christie complains of an itchy nose, and Pierpoint says. Won't bother you for long. Ah, I love that's it. Very good. Story. Ah, that's <laughs> good. Oh, yours has got a proper ending now. It's only just fade out. So and that, that's this. the end of that chapter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, oh, that was good. 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 And you told good it well. Killer. As well. You told it well, yeah. yeah. Um, if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I don't, I don't really know if mine's for dessert. It kind of is. In fact, yeah. Dessert. dessert. Yeah. You know, like it's... Yeah, sorry. I, I, the, yeah, the I think it's because not only your, your face is facing me and mm-hmm. we're sat side by side today. Um, and I don't know. I just couldn't tell you. My beak's distracting you. Or something. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> so this is my story, the sticky death. Mm-hmm. Um, it does sound gross if I just say yeah, it like that. Disgusting. Yeah, really so in on January the fifteenth, nineteen nineteen, um, Lieutenant Commander H. J. Copeland of the USS Nantucket and a hundred and sixteen cadets are rushing from the ship on uh, Boston Pier. Uh, they're running towards a disaster to to save people. They're shortly followed by the Boston Police, the Navy, the Red Cross, and the Army, well, all responding. Well, just a few, just yeah, guys. just fucking yeah. Yeah. yeah, all rushing towards a disaster. Mm. Um, I don't know why I put this point in here. I felt like I was creating a narrative, and then I got too many facts in. Here's here's the thing: the previous day had been cold because it, obviously it's January. The previous mm. day it had been. Two degrees Fahrenheit or minus seventeen degrees Celsius. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I get my I get my Fahrenheit's really confused because yeah. it crosses over at one point. Yeah, I've got no idea about temperatures, so I throw it around. Minus seventeen. Minus seventeen Celsius. But mm. the following day, it had gone up to forty-one degrees Fahrenheit or five degrees Celsius. Oh, okay. So it got a lot. It got significantly warmer over one night. Yeah. Um, So locals in the area, which is like the Bay Area of Boston, had heard a tremendous crashing, a deep growling, a thunderclap, and then machine gun fire. What? What is going on here? What's happening? What is happening? Um, I'll tell you right now, because I need to check my notes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So the machine gun fire was, in fact, the rivets from a huge storage tank rapidly firing out as the storage (gasps) tank ruptured. Um, And as it ruptured, um, it released... 2,300,000 2,300,000 gallons of reduced viscous molasses, <gasps> molasses. onto the streets oh, of Boston. I kind of molasses? Like um, molasses? Uh, oh, I didn't no. check what I it was actually the base, but it was like base. Uh, uh, it was at the time. Um, so I've got it's, it's, molasses is a refined sugary syrup. Mm. In this case, like black treacle, as we'd have over here, mm, like bond, yeah. like bonfire toffee yeah. that kind of flavoured molasses I'm not against any molasses no no, no. Like no. no. Well, I was like reading a lot about molasses I was like I could really go down a molasses hole here <laughs> yeah. but basically it is the, the thickest darkest type of molasses okay. yes. um, 
so at the time it was used obviously it was like used in food and, mm. and whatnot but it's also used in the production of ammunition right. and oh, that's weird yeah and the distilling of alcohols as well oh that makes sense yeah so and that's why there was, yes that's why there's so much of it there because it's a, a distillery um oh. so yeah the molasses is like this tank ruptures um in part thanks to the transition in heat mm. so it went from being cold to being warm on top of which when the molasses was put in it was heated up so that it was more runny like less viscous oh, and less yeah. sticky um but it may be that the tank warmed faster than the molasses inside either way um this like tanker full of molasses exploded um it started just rushing through the streets of da- of downtown boston oh, covering shit. several blocks um so i know like what the fuck is it it wasn't yeah. just a river it created a 25 foot wave so <gasps> molasses the- tsunami yeah oh so God. Um, like I tried to do some quick math it's the same as 3.5 Olympic size swimming pools worth of molasses just rushing through it covered about 8 blocks of the city also that should be an Olympic sport yes just swimming through molasses so this big big old wave 25 foot high moving at 35 miles per hour um, is yeah it's just absolutely fucking battering the town like it's destroying weaker structures it's throwing the sides of the tanker into buildings um it tips over streetcars a truck is forced into the boston bay um and basically like as it's calming down oh yeah people are just thrown around and Mm -hmm. battered um it's around two to three feet deep so this is what lieutenant commander copeland and all these boys and all the rescue services are rushing in to go and be like shit we better go and help out here because it's not not looking good would you drown in molasses or be crushed by molasses well both i guess we're about to find out yeah um so loads of people got hurt and injured (laughs) um a reporter whose name i didn't write down frustratingly Mm. um for the boston post um wrote this of the disaster because he was on the ground only an upheaval a thrashing about in the sticky mess showed where any life was horses died like so many flies on sticky paper the more they struggled the deeper in the mess they were ensnared human beings men and women alike suffered likewise well it was because it was like oh big, <laughs> big yeah there was like all this treacle wave <laughs> like, i said it was like old timey but then yours yeah, was old timey yeah. as well yeah <laughs> <laughs> it goes to being like modern murder this would have been like oh just yeah, old people yeah. um yeah so the rescue was extremely difficult because the masses was warm at first mm. um which made it quite fluidy but oh, yeah. because it was still cold outside, it started oh, to really yeah. thicken, which meant that people were just getting trapped in it and <gasps> drowning. And oh, yeah, um, so eventually, um, 150 people were injured uh, and 21 were killed. Shit. Several horses died as well. I mean, oh, that, that that's report a first answer. Well. Yeah. yeah. Um, no reports of there were some dogs injured. No reports of dogs dying though. Maybe they're just better molasses swimmers. Because yeah. sense it. I mean, horses—they're in trouble because they've got a lot of body weight, but on those little spindly little yeah. legs. Tiny legs. And they're stupid yeah, as so well. Once they get caught in that. So, like yeah, one of the bad, going down straight away. The particularly bad things was that when um, this like molasses wave hit, um, obviously there was like lots of injuries from just people getting smashed into things and struggling to breathe. Um, lots of people ended up with really bad coughs afterwards because of the molasses clogged their throat so much. Oh. Like, people were consumed by it. Um, wow. So, yeah, there was all these rescue workers who showed up. 
Well, it's not really a happy ending to the story. It just kind of ends. Yeah, the story yeah. just gets worse and worse. Yeah, like, like, it started off with molasses, and then yeah, it just got yeah, we were like, oh, it's like treacle, yeah. and then yeah. Um, so like during the rescue, workers helped through the night, like all night, to save people, and like people were exhausted from swimming through the molasses to yeah. save people. That there had to be like rescue teams the rescue teams to like make sure they were coming off yeah. and like resting and keeping them warm and keeping them fed like doctors built like a makeshift hospital to deal with all the injuries coming in mm. um and one report said that um right i didn't pick the word in this sentence that you're obviously all going to laugh at mm. it was a quote um some were so glazed in molasses <laughs> yeah there you go yeah that's the word <laughs> Um, they were difficult to identify like because it was so oh, thick and yeah. so black that's yeah. what I was going to say like it would be really difficult like you'd have to be scrubbing the I suppose bodies, it'd be like tar right? wouldn't yeah. it but it's it's not because it's yeah. water soluble um, have you ever got molasses in a jar like have you ever seen molasses in a jar it's like I know like obviously it's sticky but it's so sticky it's yeah. like unbelievable yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. this is particularly thick yeah. as well mm. um, so like as you can imagine it, so it covered like eight blocks of the city uh, and they had to bring in like fire teams to hose it off into the bay and sand to kind of try and soak some of it up but yeah. it was everywhere yeah. and like the city just smelled of molasses for they say months like it wasn't the brown wasn't cleaned off the buildings until the summer right. so like Whoa. six months work um pardon me uh i had a point that i was gonna make about it oh so yeah one of the bad things is it didn't stay contained in the area because so many people lived in that area and so many people were helping mm. and they were like getting on buses and trains and then moving the molasses and going home yeah and it was like the reports that the entire of city of Boston was just a sticky mess for, ah. for basically like six months after this disaster that makes a lot of sense so what it what it turns out is um, obviously the temperature change had caused the main rupture but the purity distillery company who owned the big tanker where all the molasses was in um they had been cutting corners on their equipment oh, those corporate bastards big yeah. molasses yeah big molasses <laughs> well it was big alcohol in this case yeah. because um so like they found like ruptures on the tanks and the like tankers that used to go around the city they would intentionally paint like very deep brown or black mm. to hide the fact that they were all leaking and really poorly built oh, um, and they found that Sneaky. scientists mm. found mm. with their science yeah. that the metal was half as thick as it should have been to contain Shit. something with that amount of pressure in it um, so yeah Purity Distillery um, they'd been rushing in their orders because the following day Prohibition was going to come into action and after that you only had a year to continue your manufacturing Whoa. before oh. so they were rushing as fast as they could to make profits oh, and cutting sure. corners um so even to this day it's memorialized in boston they have a blue plaque to the event um and it's known as the great molasses flood of boston oh i've never heard yeah. that before well, never yeah, it's a good one that. you would think that that was more of a known story right yeah because it's well, like yeah. one of those freak accident stories of history yeah the weird thing like, is seems comedic but isn't yeah when i was looking at it there's loads of instances of large quantities of some fluid exploding Great and flooding as it like yeah. i found what was like the london beer one but at this point i'd already wrote molasses too much yeah um and i think i got told when i was in dublin at the jack daniels distillery they told me there was like a oh no is it the phoenix distillery they had like a big whiskey flood that like flooded the streets of dublin 
And at the time, Dublin was more Dublin was more valuable than gold. Whiskey was more valuable <laughs> than I gold. I would also say Dublin. I mean, Dublin was in total, yeah. yeah. But whiskey was more valuable than gold, and people were like scooping it up, and oh. they were just like pooping in the streets because it was like, you know, turn of the nineteenth oh, right. century yeah, Dublin. Yeah. I thought you meant. I thought you were like making a point about the whiskey. I was like, Ooh, no, no, like, people were scooping <laughs> up because it was like. But then, <laughs> like, a fire broke out oh, on no. the whiskey. Oh, like a pudding. Like, but, like a, like a Christmas pudding. Yeah, like a Christmas <laughs> the, the Dublin Christmas pudding, they yeah. called it. No one was injured. Never had a great time. Was yeah. Fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's loads of instances of too much of stuff much being of in a place it shouldn't launching. be. Wow. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's really sarcastic. Really but, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sounds interesting. Really no, that result. was not. Yeah. Anytime you say anything's interesting, it sounds mm. like you're you're trying to be sarcastic. But yeah. I think it was because I was expecting the story to be so different to what it turned out. Oh. Yeah. 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 Why? What were you expecting? It was like, oh, sticky death. Yeah. You think it's gonna be fun? Yeah. Oh, well, I thought it was gonna be a dirty story, and then it was oh. like, and then it was like a molasses story, and I was like, yay, molasses. And then, yeah. Yeah. Sweet. And then it was like everyone died, even yeah. the horses. Yeah. Oh, I originally called it the sticky death, but. For some reason, I thought, oh, if I call it a sticky death, people will know what's going to happen. Mm. Death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you did. When you it's started. the to, sticky disaster. Well, when you started to tell it the second. when you So you, you said what the name was at the start, but then actually, you before you told the story, death. you did say sticky death. Oh, shit. But yeah. we kind of knew there was going to be death because you'd yeah. said, said old day be death. death. Yeah. yeah. So it's fine. Uh, oh, that was good. And great that I didn't have to tell one. Well, yeah. I, I enjoy telling them, but just like... Yeah, did you have a good time just sat yeah, there listening? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, yeah, I could listen to the full thing without like stressing that I had lost my place in my notes or that I hadn't made any notes. Oh, that was good. I don't know that feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, corrections, have we got any? Um, yeah, some... I mean, not really corrections. Again, just some fun information. So, Chamillionaire... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> ...is the American rapper known for the song Riding, which you've definitely heard. Oh, I don't know. Sing they it. see me rolling. Oh, yeah. they hate him. Yeah. That's the one. That was Chamillionaire. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Riding, don't you? Because yeah. I... That is, we always used to have roller derby memes about that. Ah, yeah. okay, yeah, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. It took us all a second to get <laughs> yeah. it. We were like, rolling, yeah, and they hit in, yeah, so. yeah. Plus, he made a chameleon dollars. That's why he's allowed to call himself yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> checks out. Um, so this isn't a full correction because that would take too long. Obviously, West Yorkshire has had several serial killers aside from the Yorkshire Ripper, mm-hmm. but. One of the most well-known ones is Harold Shipman. Oh, he killed yeah. the most amount yeah, of people. Yeah. yeah, the most prolific serial killer in the world. Yeah. 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 So he was found... Down the road. Yeah. <laughs> Yorkshire, Yorkshire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so if anyone doesn't know, he was a GP who is believed to be one of the most prolific serial killers in history. He was found guilty of the murder of 15 patients under his care, but his estimated total number of victims is around 250 people. It's bad, isn't it? It's bad, isn't it? That's what they said in court. Yeah, that's what the judge said. It's bad, isn't it? Bad, isn't it? What was going to say about him? I was going to say something about him. Bad, isn't he? 
Mm. Oh yeah, it's, it's recent. It. It's re- that's it's quite re- recent. That's yeah. what's yeah. particularly shocking about yes. it. it. It happened like when? When did he get caught? About twenty years ago or something? Fifteen. I don't years even ago. think it was that long ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it. I think it will like have been. 19. He died in two thousand and four. I think. Oh, it's like yeah. oh, so it was two thousand. So almost oh, yeah. twenty years ago. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. That was quite good of me. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually quite good at those. Ge- when you have to guess how long ago things were. Um, like my initial thought is, you know, he was caught only three years ago, but then I had to think back and be like, no, you had to remember it. Yeah, it's been a lot more time. It's not nineteen. More time has Two thousand three anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I have um, to remind myself that every time I wake up. It's yeah. Two thousand three. Uh, two thousand and seven <laughs> in my head. Sometimes two thousand and ten, but yeah. usually two thousand seven. I think I'm now about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I'm now about twenty twelve. I think. Oh wow! Yeah. It's, it's like the it world has progressed. Yeah, yeah. Although, um, yeah. still the Olympics still exactly, for me. Yeah. It's great. It's gone very much downhill since. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pierre Point, the last hangman, was released in two thousand five, which oh that, the film. Yes. yes. Oh, I, I, I got confused. Service. I was like, yeah. wait, oh, what? God, no, he <laughs> was I was not really. like, oh, he got imprisoned. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But no. Um, and the quote you read, Rick, was from I don't know how this is pronounced. It's Stephen. See if well, you can look. Paleo? P- Paleo, yeah, that, maybe? That I would seems assume. familiar. Like I saw yeah. it. Maybe I thought, oh, I'm not yeah. pronouncing that and didn't write it down. Who, did you, I don't know if you read the title. He wrote Dark Tide, The Great Boston Molasses Flood of 1919. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I didn't yeah. read it out, but yeah, that was the book he wrote. Dark Tide, it. I like that. That's yeah. Sounding. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's That'd be it. my rapper name. No, I couldn't pull that off. Dark Tide. Especially not Dark. So white. So, so white. Extremely pale. Maybe like Chamillionaire, who probably wasn't a Chamillionaire when he had a pale tide. White <laughs> oh, that's yeah. horrible. Um, Sounds like a racist publication. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, I just think stay away from any skin colour. I think probably, yeah. especially um, white though. Yeah, I think you can't be yeah. white in front of anything. Yeah. No, I, I was going to be like, wait, <laughs> hang on a second. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was going to name some things that are good that are, are white that have white in the title, like white chocolate. But again, you couldn't have that as a rapper name. Do you know that white chocolate cho- was invented by the Nazis? Mm-hmm. It was called I don't think chocolate. that's true. It's not true, but it's, one of those, <laughs> it's a fact that I think I tell sometimes to see yeah. if people will believe it because it's think, believable. Yeah, it is. I think you've told me that told that, that is a thing yeah. that you tell people to see if they believe it. Yeah, yeah. Mm, you should um, get a new I'm just going to start mm. saying that about things I don't like. It yeah. was invented yeah. by the Nazis. Nazis. Came up with that. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Well, they invented Fanta. <laughs> For a second, yeah, I thought you were going to say, "Oh, did you know the Nazis invented the Nazis?" And I was like, "Yeah, no shit." Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, cool. Bye. Yeah. No way. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, so let's do some thank yous. Thank you to producer Jada, who I think has not had a good day today, but she's held it in. She's she's oh, Jada. she looks she's exhausted. Good. Good. exhausted. Um, bueno. She, <laughs> <laughs> she's laughing. Yeah. yeah. Just saying um, good in Spanish. Gracias. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah so she does the instagram which you if you've been on the instagram you will know that is incredible and i feel like it's deeply deeply underrated because there's so much good stuff on there and we don't have that many followers um so and also what's really good about the instagram is it has the pictures from the episode of the things that we've talked about so yeah yeah um there's that um Thank you. Oh, thanks to Rima, Rima for being a guest. How have you found it? Oh, it's been horrible. Mm. Mm. The stories yeah. were just terrible. Yeah, you'll have nightmares. Who are they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and thank you to the listener 
for listening. Um, I did say this before in the office, but before we had the listener. Thanks, Dave. Oh, creepy. We said, we'd, we said we'd name one yes. listener. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if Dave's listening, Thanks, but Dave. cheers, man. Thanks. There's almost yeah. definitely a Dave listening. There's always a Dave. Yeah. Statistically, you're never more than five feet away from a Dave. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there'll be many more Daves. That There's probably know. a Dave listening in this office right now. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. Um, we actually have nearly as many American listeners now as British listeners. I don't know how they're finding out about us, but... <laughs> you said that right? like there's just like more American Daves or something. Well, well, they could be. I reckon there's about an equal number of American Daves. Probably, probably. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, oh, gi- uh, give us some money if you don't mind on the Patreon or the Steady page. It, w- it is much appreciated um, and avoids any nervous breakdowns from us, mm-hmm. which is good. Please great. And thank you. Yeah. And thank you for having me. Oh, no thank you. It's been great. Um, all right. Bye. Informal Bye. goodbye. Bye. See ya. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.